Yes, 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 Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science is happy with the way 2019, is that how you say it? Or do you say 2019? I say 2019. Yeah, it's better, isn't it? If science is is happy with the way 2019 ended up. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today is Cameron Schmoopy Shearer. Hello Andy and hello listeners. Yeah, and another apologies from Gibbo. Yes, uh... Even fonder again, our, our, our hearts are growing. Yeah, that's right. I feel like when he's back, we should like we should get party poppers or something like that. That's yeah, definitely what should I'm happen. I'm just thinking of a big hug. He does give great hugs, does our Gibbo, doesn't he? Yes. You're talking really whispery. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are once again yeah. at University of South Australia in yeah. a little meeting room. Oh, so great. Very close to a humongous uh, open space work area that I work at. <laughs> People love open plan. Like, I spoke people, I mean architects. Mm-hmm. They love the idea of open plan. Well, you can get more people in less space. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about building walls. They're expensive. Yeah. They don't look quite as nice either, I guess. No. It's nice to think that people are collaborating. Oh, that doesn't happen. If anyone no. wants to collaborate with me, they ask me to come into this meeting this room. Me- <laughs> are we collaborating right now? No, this is something oh. else. All right. We're collaborating, though, in my mind. <laughs> Um, so, uh, do you think, let's have a look at you. Well, I know we're going to yep. do a year in review. Yep. But overall, yep. you're abstract. Yep. 2019, how did that turn out for you? Uh, a success. That was the question really in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I'm giving it a success. Good. Success rating of five out of five. Um, do we have to give it marks? Yes. Like, is this metrics, metrics, metrics Me- type mate, of thing? You're the scientist. You love <laughs> metrics. Come on. I'm just playing in your All right. field. I'm going a five out of five for 2019. Shit. That's hardcore. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. what about you? I'd say it's a good It's a good 4.6. Okay. So you're calling that a success? Yeah. But it could be more successful? Uh, yeah. It could, there could have been a couple of things that would have just tipped it over the 0.4. But yeah. Uh, look, overall, I'm very happy with the way 2019 has turned out. Okay, that's good. Yeah. What about science, though? What does science... Is science looking for new discoveries? Has there been a major new discovery this year? Oh, you're rubbish. I'm even more rubbish because I'm meant to be like a science communicator. <laughs> I kind of left that, I think. I don't know. Um, I used to be all up over on this because... Was there a gravity wave thing this year? I've been up to my neck in Verbalize. And uh, yeah, I'm meant to be like... When I was a science communicator, I would read science news every day mm-hmm. to pitch it to people yeah, or to write about it. But now yep. I have no idea. So do you think that science just base it's like this was a good year because there was loads of new things? There's always new things. But what's science's goal? Isn't that science's goal to kind of to just collect knowledge? Collect all information about the universe? Yeah. So maybe it doesn't have to be one large thing like gravity wave or... Yeah. 2012's Higgs boson. Yeah. Perhaps it's just after the collective volume of knowledge. Yeah. And of course, this year, like every year before it, has been the year with the most publications. Yeah. So therefore, 
it it's must, a success. must be the most knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a big bushy beard where the only the only the only way science knows if it's a success is by grabbing all of the knowledge by the side and like ooh, just squishing it a bit, you know, being like, mm, that's a weighty, hefty bit of knowledge. <laughs> is, is, that, is that because you're looking at my very small facial hair compared to your bushy gonna, facial hair? I wasn't going to brag, but uh, mine is definitely better. <laughs> Have you not shaved since we last spoke? You've trimmed it up a bit. Yes. You're yeah. going for the point at the front. I'm not sure how to make that the same length as everything else. Well, you just let the other stuff grow. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my beard is better, but um, yeah, science grabs knowledge, all of the knowledge by the sides, and goes, mm, "You've put on a bit of weight this year." Okay, I, I don't know if that makes uh, complete sense, but I, I think I know where you're coming from. Uh, you're a science communicator for a while. Yeah. What was the biggest science news you communicated? Like, what was was anything oh, I, actually nah. really important? I did the bollocks stuff. Oh, you were just more looking for niche. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, because I, my my thing was materials and physical chemistry and I don't know, that sort of stuff. Oh, okay, so you couldn't just go for the big thing and like, oh, I can explain CRISPR? No, I, I think I did do a CRISPR article, but mainly uh, people like to niche down. So I kind of stuck with what I knew. Okay. Um, and yeah, you know, I just, batteries was a thing, solar panels, yep. but, but really high level stuff. Yeah. You know, like they made so, this better. And it got a little bit better. Got a little bit better again. Yeah, they Maybe. ran a control experiment <laughs> and the result was better than that yeah. control experiment. Maybe that's all. Maybe that's what I should reduce verbalize to is a headline. And then in, they should just go, we've made it a little bit better. <laughs> Did you run a control experiment? Yes. Was your product better? Yes. yes there we are. <laughs> Science has been done. Yeah. Good. All right. So we're agreeing. Science would oh, be happy yes. with 2019. Yes, I guess so. Well, I think science would be a bit disappointed by how the lack of action on climate change. Yeah, because um, it's kind of said like, I've given you all the information. Yeah. What, what more could science do really? Nothing. For- science even gave birth to Greta so that <laughs> she could be its spokesperson, but yeah. still. It's a shame, isn't it? It is a bit of a shame. All right, maybe science, we'll give it like a four. We need science communication to pick up. It's not even science communication, though, is it? It's more just selfishness. Yeah, we need capitalism to die. (laughs) That's what we need. So maybe when I pitch verbalize, I'll be like, we need to communicate science. And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, but we do also need democratic socialism to become the majority, the, the leading political ideal. Yes. Yes. There we are. Done. Oh, I actually have got some real news that you will not be interested in. Ah, why? Okay. Are you going to tell me? Yeah, because this is real and it it fits into what I normally do. So I was on the toilet. This is poo news. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I was doing that for real. Yeah. And it was all coming out like it's meant to, just like evolution designed. Yep. I stood up and I was like, why am I so aware of my bum? By the way, I wiped in between that bit. Okay. I was like, why am I... Actually, I've got a spray hose in my house. I got that from Thailand. It was, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you didn't wipe your bum. You sprayed, sprayed your bum? Sprayed my bum and then dabbed it dry. Okay. Saves saves a lot on toilet paper. Anyway. Is that expensive? $35, the hose. No, <laughs> toilet paper. 
how long until you actually make money then a lot of well i reckon i've uh, i reckon within a couple of years i'll be at the break-even point okay yeah well, great yeah um so i just use a couple of squares just to like dry dry the bum area That's excellent it. um anyway stood up and i was like why am i so aware of my own anus uh-huh. and got my first hemorrhoid oh yeah it was excellent like it really interesting it was okay. like a little tiny pee like an elongated pee yeah on the outside of my body yeah via the anus i had to go get cream and everything okay and that's it all gone yeah yeah they they kind of so i had to go to the pharmacist and be like hey i've got i've got a hemorrhoid mm-hmm. and i was like what causes it he said straining he said eat more fiber and drink more water you already eat a lot of fiber. I do loads of that stuff. Mm. Maybe I was just into this poo a little bit too much. You could you know? have stopped. Like I, You'd like making the noise. That's right. Stop yeah. enjoying the noise. I know. So yeah. So there we are. And uh, not only did a hemorrhoid come out, I looked in the toilet. What was there? There was news for the week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I did see that coming. Yeah. Mm. What have you been up to? It's December. Yes. And I work at a university. Yeah. That can only mean one thing. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas <laughs> parties. Christmas parties and Christmas Galore. parties. Yeah. It's amazing the December wind down. Yeah. No one has deadlines. No. Uh, and so I've been invited to um, two group two group Christmas parties. Yeah. One of them was a whole day thing. Yeah. Whole was a, day. A whole Stop day that. thing. So it was a whole day. So it was uh, uh, come to uni catch a bus, go on a wine tour, oh. and then have lunch. Oh. So if you're drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning, you're not coming back to work. No, no. Um, the other one was a half-day thing, so yeah. off for lunch and then never then coming back. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is the school Christmas party, so it's the afternoon thing. Yeah. And then on Monday the 23rd is another school Christmas party. I'm not sure why we have two. Um, well, maybe you're going to a secret one that not everyone's invited to. I could be. I mean, it might just be people in my school in this building. Okay. Maybe. Are you going up to the Mawson Lakes? No. No, it's all here. Yeah, yeah it's right. all here. Yeah, the other one's at Adelaide Oval, which is I'm looking forward Ooh, to. Fancy. So that is basically that's just, that's uh, one day, uh, almost three whole days of partying of partying to Christmas party and did you get embarrassingly drunk and vomit on someone no I haven't actually drunken at any of them yet because I've only been here for two months yeah so I don't really feel like I've earned the right to like let your hair loose or whatever the role of the Christmas party is or like celebrate the achievements of the year when I've been here for two months yeah that's fine you would get right into it you think I think yeah I did when I joined UniSA <laughs> in my last job as a researcher, I joined in no- end of November. Or even much was, later than yeah, me. I was only there for the like wind down. And I was like, Whoa, well done, team. <laughs> it's going to be like this every month. <laughs> it's gonna be so I love this job. I've been here for a month and done nothing. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. I mean, the wind down period. Mm. Oh, God. So, I mean, good thing for me is that with a industry partner is that they don't go through a december wind down in fact they go through a december wind up yeah because they've got, got a panic. bunch of a bunch of jobs to get finished yeah. by the by the end of the year yeah um so i don't i'm not i don't think i'm really caught up yet in the wind down but i just have to 
I'm avoiding drinking at these Christmas parties to yeah, that's good. Or going late. Are and you worried that you're going to be an asshole, an asshole drunk? No. Have I... you ever seen me be an asshole drunk? I've no, I don't think I've ever seen you drunk. Mm. You would have. Would I, I? I don't think I act very differently. No. Mm. No. Maybe I've seen your teeth a bit more. <laughs> you think that's the difference? That's the difference. Yeah. I get more teethy. You're worried, yeah, but you're not. You're worried. You're not going to be like, like you get drunk and you're like, hey, hey, come here. Come here, like yeah. to the younger ones. Yeah. Come here, come here. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Do you know what I got this year? They'd be like, what? You're like, future fellowship, and then spit in their face. <laughs> <laughs> if you work as hard as I do, you'll get one too. Losers. <laughs> not, you're not worried about that? I am now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I planted the seed. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to boast. It is hard. You can boast, though. That yeah. is also allowed. Well... But it annoys me when other people boast. But, like, it is on my mind a lot. Yeah. And so it should be. It's a big thing. Mm. But you can... I mean, like, if you as long as you don't walk into a room and be like, hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know, Cameron. You got the future fellowship. Yeah. yeah fucking... And then high-five everyone. I yeah. think it'd be fine. Okay. I think if you bring it up, like, how's things going? You go, oh, look, I'm really pleased that I got... A, I managed to a win because it is an award. I managed to win. Yeah. And it's the lottery. You say you win the lottery. mm but you say, I won some money to do my research. People outside of academia will give zero shits. Yeah. But the right people will be like, well done, well done, well done. I think people outside of academia recognize when I say how much money it's worth. Yeah. But when but you just that... say the name of the thing, they yeah, don't they care. Yeah, they don't care. Uh, other news yep. for me uh, is that the Australian Research Council announced its discovery projects. Oh, um, and last week, yes, I didn't have anything in, so I wasn't ah, expecting okay. to win. But yep. uh, hero of our show, Justin Chalker, oh, or Chalky um, Boy, got a ARC Discovery grant. Oh, very so good, few hundred thousand dollars for him over three years. Yep. So well done, Justin. Well, and done, well done, Justin. To uh, any other listener who happened to win an award, an Australian um, Discovery at all this year, I think. Yeah, all right. If you won any award, you've you've had a brilliant year, and you've got to be in it to win it. So if you're not in it, get in it next year. Yep. Oh, I hated writing grants though. I wrote two. Catalyst grant count is one of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you got fifty percent. That's much better than average. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Well, uh, yeah. Congratulations to everyone who got a discovery grant or other grant. Yeah. Boom. What else you've been doing? How's Oliver? Oliver's doing very well. Uh, what was the last? You haven't seen him for a couple of months for now, ages. have you? No, we keep recording outside of my, my house. Yeah, uh, ten months old soon. Wow. In a few days. Yeah, crawling around everywhere. Oh, dangerous! And his hobby is standing up, <laughs> which is an interesting hobby, of course. But yeah. so what he does is he crawls to a thing yeah. and then he stands up on it. Great. And then he sits down again yeah. and he crawls to something else. Yeah. And then he stands up on that. Brilliant. How's Reggie coping with this, your dog? Uh, the dog doesn't mind it. He sees Oliver crawling towards him mm. and then walks away at <laughs> just fast enough that he can't catch up to him. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, well but done, the, Reggie. Yeah. The cat, even faster again, somehow keeps getting caught. Oh. <laughs> Which is a bit odd. Oh, well. But, uh, Maybe so, he wants to be caught. Oh, yeah. I think the cat might like just getting his hair. Yanked, because that's what happens when um, Oliver catches up. Yeah, a cat that's into a bit of uh, spank and spank and stretch and tickle. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Yeah. Well, oh, very good. Very good. Andy, what have you been up to? All right. I 
I think since we last spoke, did I tell you I emceed an event? Well, last time I can't remember. What's it, what? Which event? It was the Envies. Uh, I definitely knew that was coming up. Yeah. Uh, I think you did talk oh, about man. it. I can't remember. Have you anyway, got a story? I did it. Yep. And I started speaking at the MVs. So they invited me to MC and I was like, yeah, no worries. They, they paid me as well, which is brilliant. Um, Great. Envies, yeah. um, what new does venture, that mean? So it was the New Venture Institute's end of year pitching. Okay. So the way they spell it is E. N-V-I, yep. capital, yep. and then E-S. So it's like E-N-V's. <laughs> okay. Because they need New Venture Institute in there, don't they? So they need M-V-I. Anyway. And so that's for... This is how new, I opened the... New entrepreneurs. You yeah, were once I was. part of yeah, the yeah, yeah, New I was. Venture Institute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I launched uh, my business through, like went through and did the scalable business model canvas stuff and yep. whatever. When it was called something Pocket else. Conference. Pocket Conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, this is, yeah, this is how I started my, uh, MC being like, what the fuck is this called? <laughs> uh, but I started speaking and I was like, oh my God, no one is having a good time. Okay. I was like, I was trying to inject a bit of personality. Yeah. How many faces do you look at before you realize, before you, you make that? You can scan a room pretty quickly. So okay. there were about 300 people there. Yeah. And I reckon within about a good sort of quarter of the room, you're like, oh, shit. And so I thought it was going really badly. Mm. I thought, I'm trying my best. I'm using all the tricks. I made a cocaine joke. Yeah. They laughed. But then it just, and I was like, oh, my God. And one thing I realized is, like, it takes a while for an audience to warm up to you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, just going for it. And then by the second half, everyone was, like, really happy and into it and kate my partner was there mm-hmm. and i was like kate is how's it going she's like it's going really well it's really great and i'm like jesus christ and i asked her at the end i was like you just being nice <laughs> she's like no no it's just like relaxed and everyone just feels very comfortable okay i was like oh great so no one no one was like Ooh, no one was grimacing yeah. everyone was just like looking mm. and i kind of forgot that when people are just looking, it doesn't mean they're having a terrible time. You don't have to be laughing the whole time. No, you don't have to be like, here he is again. <laughs> you can just be listening and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, you know it's going badly if everyone's looking at their phone. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's what I get when I do a conference talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I had someone fall asleep at one, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, so that went well uh, and ended up being good. Uh, I... For Verbalize.science have secured an international customer in Boom. Denmark. This was definitely in the last podcast. Oh, shit. They paid today. <laughs> so they're genuine. They're a proper Gen- question. They're a proper customer. Genuine paying customer. Yeah. So their money landed now, in my bank account. Have you done anything for them? Nothing. No, they paid you, up in full. Pay first. Yeah. Did you do you normally demand a pay first? Yeah, well normally I take fifty percent okay. of of the agreed service and products. Yeah. But uh, this time they were like, oh, we just need to spend our marketing budget. So can we pay up front? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. All right. You accepted that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Money? No way. So anyway, so they're official, um, they're official customer. I am taking on interns. Whoa. Yeah. So I've got four interns coming in next year. Free? Now, what mm. was your, what was your, now you had a big philosophy on, only you were going to earn how what percentage of the lowest paid employee i was gonna yeah i wanted to earn hang on that doesn't include interns right <laughs> calm down now this is a quick loophole calm down mate they're interns 
Um, so I wanted to earn, I don't know, three times as much as the lowest paid, yeah. paid employee, something yeah. like that. I'll have to go listen to that podcast. <laughs> Shit. Um, no, but in terms of like a whole different thing. <laughs> Is it? It's yeah, like slavery. Because, well, it's like slavery. It's where worse than it's a PhD legalized scholarship. legalized slavery. It's like <laughs> you work for me and you learn off me like all PhD students do. Yeah. Yeah, to, but yeah. they get a scholarship yeah. for doing yeah. it. Yeah, but these people have to do it as part of their university course. Okay, you see, so if they do, if they, they've got to do some professional uh, work at, in a company, okay, and they happen to have chosen Verbalize, right. I can't help that. Can you call I'm it like Jesus? Can you call it a work placement then? Internship is what they call it. <laughs> okay, but I mean, paid internships happen as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not in verbalize they don't. <laughs> so uh, what are they doing? So uh, two marketing interns, a user interface and design person who's coming in to do human-centered design thinking on our web on our web app, okay, which is great, and also a business um, kind of they're doing an MBA, but they're doing business processes. They're coming in and having a look and setting up business processes and yep. that sort of stuff. I don't want to do too much of that. Like I like how fluid it is. I can just make up rules. Uh-huh. I really don't want a situation where someone like you, Mr. <laughs> rule out. Lover. I, exactly. It's <laughs> like, how much how much are you paying for these people? <laughs> Nothing. Well, in the rule book, it says over here. Haven't you said that bloody once? <laughs> it didn't <Yeah>. mean it. <laughs> I just wanted it to think, sound good. I think you said that to me about two times that day. Whether you said it once on the podcast or not. Oh, it made me feel good at the time. So you're going from one, you, yep. to two, yep. to four. Yep. Eight's next. Eight. Yeah, that's you, right. You yeah. keep doubling. Exponential growth. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, wow. you know, now that I'm uh, an international business. You definitely have to um, have a bigger office than your study at the at front home. of your house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll just get friendly, that's all. Anyway, so that is my news. Well done. Boom. It's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Yeah. Oh, we're really missing that third oh, one, aren't we? Really, yeah. Oh, Gibbo, come back. Um, okay. What is the topic? Year in review. Yeah, it's December. Oh my god, it's December. Everyone's winding down, man. Mm. You talk about universities. All my customers now. I'm like, hey, do you want to do this thing? They're like, no. Ah. Talk about me. Fourteenth, like thirteenth of January. Okay. That's when everyone seems to be going back. Yeah. So you, are you going to take it easy then? No. Well, I I you, shouldn't. Yeah, I should you got use the, this the time. Denmark. Um, yeah. End of financial year in Europe. You should Is maybe it? try and get some uh, as much business as possible. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So that's six months off this one. That's good to know. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Calendar year. Most countries do the calendar year. Just Australia does June, yeah. July thing. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, so we already know your year has been five out of five. Yes. What's that? What's been up? What's been happening? Well, episode 74, January this year, we talked about our plans for the year. Nice. Um, So I didn't listen to what I said, but I've got my notes from that episode. Um, So I I called 2019 a make or break year. Yeah, you did. I remember that. If no grants that I had in or were going to write in were successful, then I'd have to be looking at the real world. And um, you started that process. I certainly did. Yeah. and so I said that uh, I would submit an arena grant and a linkage grant um, and I had a plan for a future fellowship and a LEAF. 
Yeah. Um, so I can say that the arena grant was never submitted, <laughs> although it's year. still planned, uh, <laughs> and the leaf has never been submitted either. Oh my! So if, both if, those if two. Was, yeah. Oh my god. So as you said, my research future was looking very bleak. Yeah. Six months into the year. Yeah. Um, I'd worked hard on that arena grant, um, which would pay my salary. Yeah. Uh, but it was never submitted. Um, so we had a, a, an issue there with an industry partner. Mm. Um, and it does seem like that's solved now, but it's not going to pay my salary, but it will still be good for that to at least be submitted soon. Um, so that middle of the year time, I was also working on a ASTRI grant, the Australian Solar Thermal Research Initiative Institute. Yeah, yeah let's go with that. Um, but that, at that time, it looked like it wasn't going to be successful. Um, and oh. so I was looking for any way to transition into industry uh, and the opportunity that I accepted came up to work with Membrane Systems Australia and UniSA yeah. on this Innovation Connections grant. Um, so I'm working with local industry on a global problem. And so I saw that as my stepping stone to Local industry, industry on a global problem. Yeah. Lovely. That's a good little phrase, it is. isn't it? I yeah. like it. I just wrote that by accident. I like that. Um, so basically I had made the decision to leave academia. Yeah, um, and you'd started you started making the the transition, like making the connections. Did you actually end up with a job outside of academia? I can't remember. No, no, no. no. I never applied for a job outside okay. academia. Just my current one, where I'm at a university working for industry. Yeah. Um, okay, so I made the decision to leave academia, and then all of a sudden, good things started to happen to me, um, and so. Uh, we, I was successful with the ARC Special Research Initiative Project. So that's the Australian Research Council. Um, we got a $500,000 grant. Yeah. Was never going to pay my salary. Yeah. But now all of a sudden I had a, I had grant money next to me, which is really the no. biggest hole in my CV. Yeah. Was that I hadn't really won grant money for myself. And also what do universities care about? Money. Money. Yep. Uh, and so soon after, so that's $500,000. I was one of five there. Um, so about two weeks later, that Astri grant that was going to pay my salary was successful yeah. as well. So that's $300,000 after my Innovation Connections grant, which I'm working on now. Gee, there's so many words in this. $230,000. Oh, big old numbers. Uh, and then a month later, I found out that my future fellowship was successful. Yeah. So that's four years of my... Um, salary plus some research money. Yeah. So a total of seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Um, from the ca- uh, government there, so that's over a million dollars in funding in about two months. Wow. Um, God, you need. A, where, so, where can you put that? That sounds like a good stat to stick somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's already in my CV and oh, everything. Good. Yeah. Uh, so there it was. So all of a sudden. I, I was transitioning outside of academia yeah. and then my uh, the biggest hole in my CV was filled with yeah. all of a sudden lots of grant money. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> now the academic career is back being a possibility. <laughs> I like the way that it's not set in stone oh, still. Oh, no, definitely not. What happens at the end of the future fellowship though? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing again. We'll see. That's five years down the track, four or five years down Don't the track. Don't have to worry about that. No. You'll be like 40 then. How old do you know? 33. Yeah, close. Yeah. Um, 
So the academic career is possibly back on. Yeah, good. So a lot's changed this oh year God. from out to back on. Yeah. So the next steps would be to make sure that I use the grant money well yeah. and I then have a record of using grant money well to help me get more grant money. Yeah. Uh, but also I need to perform well in teaching, which is the, uh, the, the, the final thing yeah. for so publications, grant success and yeah. teaching, Yeah. Uh, which would be the final thing really for the academic career or even if I choose to continue. So the Future Fellowship will let me know really how much do I like teaching and research and administration because yeah. I've only really done research yeah. until now, which yeah. I like. Yeah. Um, but of course, the best thing that happened to me this year is the birth of my son, Oliver, oh. uh, in February. Welcome to the world, Oliver. Yes. So the moment when I heard him cry for the first time, I think is the happiest moment in my life. Oh, Jesus. Um, I, could, I, I, I would never experience <laughs> it. And I still reflect on that moment when I need to be reminded of what's important. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so it still makes me feel happy Yeah. thinking back on that. Yeah. Um, so you try not to get swept up in the minutiae of academic life now? Yeah, and- I try not to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, it, yeah, like just seeing he he understands that what's important are simple things. Yeah. And it makes me realize that like you can be happy by just standing up on something <laughs> <laughs> pulling the cat's fur yeah, yeah that's all you really need to be yeah, happy yeah, um, yeah well that's lovely and so he was born at the time of my life of my lowest job security ever yeah um, but i didn't really care at the time um because i don't really want work to dictate my life yeah um, i want my i want to dictate my work yeah um, and so the whole process this year, I think, has is, is really solidified that philosophy for mm. me. That is a great, good summary. Mm. I'm pleased. Do you think being a dad has fundamentally changed you or has it just made you better? Like, Has it rocked the foundations of, of your moral compass or your, I don't know, your you as a person? Um, I don't think it's made a big change to me as a person like uh, in my moral moral compass or anything yeah. like that. Uh, I guess I was always worried about the the planet and the stability of the political systems and things yeah. like this. Uh, sometimes when I see, uh, yeah, I think 50 years in the future and, and think of him, I don't mm. think of myself mm-hmm. and what the world's going to be like. So that's kind of changed something. And I might get a little angrier, uh, but it hasn't really... Nothing really tangible has changed. Mm. Um, it's just uh, I have fewer hobbies yeah. <laughs> because my hobby is him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's no, good. Just trying to think the first time I heard Sophie bark. If that was, <laughs> if it was an equivalent, but I don't think it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a cute bark. Does she? Has she? Has Sophie had like surgery or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So like, she had her eye out. Yeah. She's got a fake eye put in. So like when like the when Reggie you see the dog like after something like that, yeah. it's something on the way <laughs> <laughs> to when your child is like, born. All right. So it's like a one percent of it? Like what we're we talking? Like ten percent? Uh, maybe ten percent. Like one in ten. Yeah effect of because i like she was doped out of her face on some sort of doggy painkiller morphine yeah. stuff and she was yeah she was lovely 
I just couldn't. I just loved. I loved mm-hmm. her so much. I'm so protective. Yeah. So you're telling me 10 times that? Impossible. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'd say 10 times. All right. Yeah. But... I mean, you do love Sophie a lot. I fucking love I mean, Sophie. I like Re- I love Reggie a lot too. So I know what it's like to yeah. with a dog. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's good. That's a nice that's a nice calibration for me. <laughs> <laughs> Every so next time I hug Sophie and I get a little bubble and I, I should just do it ten times, and then be like, "That's it. I'm feeling it. Mm. <laughs> I'll buy ten dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what? And get them Put all them to all. have surgery at the <laughs> same time. Get them all to have major surgery. Yeah." yeah. Oh, now we're talking. Okay, so how was your year? So it started bad because verbalized science had messed up. Despite having funding, mm. I messed up with uh, it was Health Translation SA. Yeah. So I grew this little team at the end of 2018, grew this little team, and I completely under-delivered. So I did exactly the opposite of what you're meant to do in business. You're meant to under-promise and over-deliver. Yes. I over-promised and under-delivered. And so I started 2019 on the back foot. I was like, what is, what's going on? I need to strip this back. Uh, I was working in the hub, the co-working space here, and I was just hemorrhaging money. Mm-hmm just on that co-working space. Um, but I had a just one picture palace with old pedo Andrew, uh, which is <laughs> Prince, great. Prince Andrew. Prince pedo. One yeah. of his final public appearances. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, look, I, I, it, was a, it was a mixed bag, I guess. Like the business was a little bit of an, a disappointment to me at that time. Yeah. But I knew there was potential just from the fact I had a customer. Um, and then I knew I wanted to grow. And I can't remember if I told you, but it was like, I want to grow it. I want to aim for five customers. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a good amount to have. And that's what we've done. So as we exist today, we've got five customers. They all tend to be government research focused or funding bodies um, and uh, a research group in Denmark, mm-hmm. which is great. So we've got Cotton Research and Development Corporation, Water Research Australia, Wine Australia, um, UniSA Ventures and also uh, this Center for Blue Governance in Alborg mm-hmm. in, in Denmark. So those are my, those are our customers and we've got about two or three that are on the fringes at the moment uh, potentially signing early next year as well. Okay. So everything's going really well. So business-wise, yeah. uh, I think that's what I, I was saying to someone the other day. It's really tough because daily or weekly, it's up and down. Today was good. Money landed in the business's bank account. Yeah. Yesterday was bad because I was like, maybe they don't want to pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe they're and maybe this other customer was avoiding me. Mm-hmm. Or but I've got to remember that this is the Christmas wind down. Yeah. So every time I get in contact with people now, they either don't respond yeah. or they say, Hey, can you get in contact with me January thirteenth? Yeah. So that's the that's the position we're in. So um yeah, it's 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 up and down daily or weekly but if you look if you just you know google analytics if you just go to yearly progress like if you just go year on year yeah i'm way further ahead than i was i've got a service and a product offering that people are starting to buy Mm -hmm. that is the biggest um sort of uh, uh demonstration demonstrator that or demonstration that there is a client base willing to pay for something the fact that you have managed to find that person yeah, yeah. or that group so 
um, yeah, that's a great signal for me that just to keep going, I'd need to pivot, stay agile, listen to customers, maybe just go away from verbalize a little bit and offer like another service. Mm -hmm. But overall, business is good. But there's no reason why you couldn't keep these current businesses on, right? No. Because they'll still need communication provided they continue to, to do get research, new research yeah. that they want to be communicated. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing. Like being a platform focused business, I think, has been good because it gives me a point of difference, but it means that there needs to be a massive education piece. So I've, mm. now that I've got customers, I can actually just approach them and say, hey, how else can we help you communicate your work? Yeah. What are you struggling with? And then I can just do that. And that's, I think, I think that's what I'll do early next year is deliver the projects we're doing at the moment and then be like, that's great. What else can we do? Yeah. Maybe they want podcasts. Maybe they don't want, maybe they want something else. I have mm. no idea. But now that I've got customers, I can ask them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, podcasts. That'd be good. Maybe. Yeah, well, do you know would. what? I started. Would I, would I do it? I don't know. I started Verbalize because I thought there would be a place for the conversations. Just pure in audio. Yeah, yeah, but no one was interested. It wasn't until I said video yes. that people really perked up. That's what people want. Yeah. So, anyway, we need to have that conversation. Ultimately, I'm not going to decide. It's mm. going to be my customers that yes. decide. So, that's good. So, um, well. Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, what did I want to say? Now, uh, conferences. Yeah. Oh. You you had some news about conferences. Has any yeah. of that happened? Or is no. That... <clears throat> this is exactly what has happened every single time. I put a call out on LinkedIn and I said, hey, get me some conferences because conferences before have fallen through. I got five. Mm. And they've all gone silent. Okay. Despite follow-up, despite things. And do you know what? Someone even got in contact with me outside of verbalizing and anything I did and said, hey... I attended a conference. They weren't an academic or they weren't in science, but they were um, in a show trade thing, like event or exhibition next to a conference. They went, oh, I went to the poster session. Oh, it was like walking into the dark ages. There were <laughs> bits of paper on the wall and yeah. people were talking about them. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like they've identified, but moving, moving the culture in academia away from that is gonna be a long game because mm. it's so they're so used to it. But if you look at it from an outsider's perspective or a communication perspective, it is archaic. The fact that your information on a poster gets put up and is only visible while it's there, and then it sits in some dingy corridor the rest of the time, you don't get any extra value from it. Despite spending a fair bit of time designing and making your poster, mm -hmm. you could spend exactly the same amount of time verbalizing your work and a small video made that's then given to delegates, like um, at the conference, which means they can review it, go back to it. They they got a simple touch point. Yeah, all of that. But moving scientists away from posters is really tough. And I think I think I can normally find find an internal champion, they call them, at a conference. But the moment that internal champion speaks to the organizing committee, I believe the magic is lost. And they're mm -hmm. like, well, why would we do that? We've got posters. Yeah. That's that's the kind of the conversation where you need to be there. I need to be there, yeah. yeah. To so yeah. call them call them idiots and <laughs> Yeah, be like this. Tell like, them the story that you just said. Like yeah. <laughs> That's not how communication works anymore. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, look, every all of the conference, and that's probably about 
10 conferences, I'd say, this year, I had a lead, an internal champion, and they've disappeared for the reason I think, I think, yeah. is that when they go to the academic organizing yeah. committee, it becomes it, they're like, no, we've always done it like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's a shame. That's one thing I definitely need to push next year because even like when external people come to you with the problem that you're trying to solve for conferences, like yeah. write to me, not even like just like, hey, Andy, Verbalize would be great for this. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> tell them. Uh, so yeah, but, and also personally, look, I did a lot of, I reckon I've grown a lot this year. Okay. I like that you were saying that so Oliver's your your catalyst for leaving the 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 pettiness of academia or pettiness of life mm -hmm. like aside and trying to remember what's important. Yes. And I think uh I think this year knowing that business grows slow, I'm in no like no one no one is an overnight success. Very few people are. Mm -hmm. Like you you know, the companies I'm speaking to or aspire to be like have been around for ten years you know and i've been around for two yeah so just trying to slow myself down trying not to get swept up with comparison i left social media this year i left facebook and twitter and i'm on linkedin because that's where my customers are um but overall i think for mental health and like you know like uh, self awareness i think it's been a really great year as well mm. i'm not saying that i'm super woke <laughs> But uh, I'm certainly better than I was. And I try to remind myself all the time that really what matters is that uh, the relationships with people in your life. Yeah. Like, I'll make a point of um, of seeing friends. I'll prioritize hanging out with people because that ultimately is what matters, not not the extra email you could send or the, the extra I don't know, networking event that you could go to. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, go to them when you can. But if there's something more important with friends, family, or just people you really like, do that. Yeah. That's what I learned this year. Mm -hmm. Good. God, look at us. We're both... This isn't a science podcast. You're this looking, is a motivational podcast, You're looking calmer. We've both grown facial hair this year. Yeah, mine's better. It is, yeah. I mean, but my hair is better. I mean, it's quite oh. long <laughs> at the moment, but... Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll call it a tie. We'll call it a tie. We? Let's call it. We'll agree <laughs> to tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've both grown beards. That's weird. It's not time for Science This because Science This was parked ages ago because we started to run out of ideas. So yeah. this one is science conundrums or ethical problems as I've kind of interpreted that. Okay. Yep. Ethical problems. Ethical uh, problems. Intro. Uh Oh, a problem. What will you do? I like that. You like it? Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> uh that's what it is. All right. Uh so, have you got some? I've got one. All right, so you give good. me one first then. All right. Okay, Cameron. Yes. You've just got funding. Excellent. A massive amount of funding. Oh boy. We're caught in we're talking like category A, five year projects. Mmm, uh -huh. yum. Okay. Right? Everything yep. a scientist wants. Yep. You're going back over and everyone's happy. Mm -hmm. You go back over the the 
application. Oh man, I feel sick already. <laughs> <laughs> and you check it, you're like, oh, I, no, no, you don't even know why you're looking back over it. Yeah. And you go back in and you realize that one of the co-workers, one of the people that you that were working on the ground with you mm-hmm. has put in a figure that misrepresents your data. They haven't been, they haven't photoshopped it, uh-huh. but the the whole thing really was based on one or two main results. And this main result is looking dodge. Okay. Do you fess up? Oh boy. So what would I do? Yeah. Okay. So what would, so, I mean, there's always two answers to this is what would I do and what should I do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I would do is I would probably speak to a senior colleague. Mm, oh, yeah, pass off all of the... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and explain to them my situation and my feelings and ask their advice, hoping that they would say, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can, and then if you get caught, you can be like, yeah. oh, but they said don't worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. Because all I really want to do is not worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to, what's it called? Delegate responsibility or what's it called when you push someone else's... Spread the blame? Yeah, something like that. You're mm. just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I checked with him yeah. and he's more senior than me, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. But what I should do is perhaps I would uh, speak to the co-worker who made, the, uh, made that change. Yeah. And we would see if it genuinely was dodgy yeah. and misrepresentative yeah and if we decided that it was dodgy and misrepresentative yeah then we would contact the funding body all right and um tell them about it oh oh imagine that conversation because we've had a thing here alan cooper right that was like in adelaide yes. alan cooper has got actually sort of uh well i don't know if it's fines or what but he certainly lost his job or been put on suspension mm-hmm. for photoshopping for actively photoshopping okay. and misrep here yeah. let's just protect at best it's a bit of a mistake yes but you, the university is gonna look sh- like look rubbish isn't yeah it? i think ultimately it's it's fraud isn't it it's yeah it's uh taking money under false pretenses yeah um so in both I don't know those how- scenarios so it, you are the only one maybe that have seen this at this point yeah right there's yep. uh, it's interesting that not one part of your mind goes i'll just put that paper away mm. i think that's what i would do yeah but it's probably going to come up eventually anyway but then you can just pretend and act shocked but then you got to do something about it if someone says oh hey you realize that this thing's really dodgy and you'd be like <gasps> what <laughs> <laughs> too late now spend all the money yeah Spend yeah. all the money. Oh, it won't happen again. Yeah. I promise. But that's what I'm hoping is really going to happen in my in my real scenario, where yeah. I do talk to someone about it. I hope yeah. they say, "Don't worry about it." Don't worry. We'll just we'll just let it slip. Yeah. Let it slip and slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, you've done the right thing. Let's just pretend you are the the higher up. Yep. You call. You call the funding body. Uh, no, I would then be suggesting to the junior. The person who's asked me, I'd say, well, what would I actually do? Yeah. Okay, what would I, and what I should do? Yeah. <laughs> I would probably tell them to not worry about it. Honestly, I really would. Yeah. I would say don't worry about it. Because it's their due, due diligence process that's wrong at this point. Yeah. Is it? But it's, no, it's not. <laughs> um, yeah. 
but you should always report any type of thing like this. Yeah. But I, I mean, I haven't before. Yeah. And I probably, <laughs> probably should have. Probably. Sh- I don't know if I've come across something like this before. So. Not with much money. No. In papers, you see it all the time. Yeah. And I do report sometimes odd things in papers, but nothing mm. seems to happen about it. Is there it. any bit of you that's worried about someone going over your PhD thesis? Is there anything in there that is a bit dodge? Um, well, so there's a chapter in there that uh, is presented in the thesis the way that we had originally submitted the paper. Yeah. But the paper received uh, harsh criticism yeah. and we redid some experiments and rewrote and reinterpreted some results. Yeah. So the, there's a clear difference between what's presented in my thesis uh, to what's our paper. final yeah. um, interpretation That's of those results. That's not too bad because you have got the final interpretation. You can just stick that over the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm not worried about anyone going through my thesis. No. As, I mean, what I'm worried about, not that, I mean, I don't think there's anything dodgy in my current um grants that have been awarded but yeah, yeah. Um, it would be terrible if someone found something wrong with them yeah don't go look at them oh, people keep asking to see them so i keep looking at them so <laughs> oh well, well you would have seen it by now mm. yeah there we are very good all right all right that's a good one i've gone for you great all right now this is purely hypothetical yeah and you'll know why it's hypothetical it's not hypothetical. you are andy yeah a successful academic am all i right. Yeah, hypothetically. Well, I am as well in real life. (laughs) You've got, I don't know, five or six postdocs underneath Mm, you. Great. I love it. Uh, And uh, one of them um, comes to you and says, I've been awarded this fantastic, you know, I've I've got my next postdoc organized. I'm going to go to a rival university in six months' time. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you continue to develop this person as a scientist <laughs> or do you say you're going to a rival university uh you know good luck all right so the way academia seems to work mm-hmm. is that they are now dead to me yeah i need to ignore them at all costs <laughs> <laughs> until they are away mm-hmm. maybe i'll speak to them for the for the first for the next and last time at their going away party yeah which i will turn up to for five minutes and make my excuses and leave okay that seems to be the way that academia yeah. works what i want it to be is of yeah. course you develop that person yeah like because they could be the next big thing mm. and you want to be that nice person do you know what so i've been talking about leadership stuff because now that i'm growing a team i do have the opportunity to create the culture that i want mm. yep and i like the when people get a tiny bit of power they get weird as f mm. right don't yep. they they yeah. just get really weird and so there's a guy online called Gary Vaynerchuk, right? He's a bit of a he's just a he's just a loud man with opinions. Okay. But his whole thing is about developing people, about allowing people to tell you what they really want and you as a leader, your job is to facilitate that. Yep. So, imagine this, someone comes to you and says, "I want a job with you or I want to be in your group." Yep. And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, well, what do you really want to do? I want to start a group of my own in exactly the same field. I'm going to come, take all of your knowledge, and I mm-hmm. want to apply for a grant in my 
like somewhere else and uh and i want my own stuff like yep. it is your responsibility to either say no don't come work with me yeah or come do that and my job will be to facilitate that dream yeah so if this person is coming to me and saying i'm leaving in six months for the, uh, this job and i'll be like yeah sure how can you be best positioned for that yeah that's what i'd like to think i would do yeah and that's how i think it should work yeah like uh i know for all the people coming on the first thing i ask them is what yeah what do you want what do you want out of this so mm -hmm. one of the interns he actually wants to start his own business yeah so the five days of the 15 days internship we're actually going to start his business okay we're going to make the little web app and we're going to talk about how it works you know like so that's far more valuable you want to see someone motivated do that mm -hmm. he's going to work quite hard in the first 10 days and then I'll, then I'll say, ha I tricked you. No, no, but like, and, and, and the other lady, she just, she, I say just, but she wants to come in and she wants to get experience and she wants to work for a big multinational doing marketing, mm -hmm. right? That's what she wants. And I'm like, fine, the yep. way I can You're make- You're like, I'm a multinational. I'm a multinational, I'm international. <laughs> and, uh, and she, yeah, she, I'm like, no problem. The way I can make you stand out beyond your other people that want to do this is I can give you a marketing budget. I can give you like a thousand dollars, and I will tell you that I, you know, this is what we're going to do, and you yep. can implement that. That's going to be far better than being the intern like shit kicker, mm, right? Getting coffees, getting coffees, and just yep. do it like filling out forms and Which whatever. Which you also expect. Oh, absolutely, do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my coffee cup is empty. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yes, that's look. If if I was the stereotypic stereo 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 typical yeah. stereo 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 typical yeah. academic, yeah. I'd be like, you're dead. Yeah. If I was Gary Vaynerchuk, uh -huh. I'd be like, of course, please come, come mm. into my office, tell me more. Let's and chat about help it. them. Yeah, let's chat about it. Yeah. Okay. There we are. Yeah. Good. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Mm. All right, Cameron, Andy, you. Hypothetical? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. You, All right. the real person sat in front of me here. Yes. You're a networking. No, you're a conference. Okay. Conference event. It's one of those stand-up things where there's those high tables. There's no seats. Oh, boy. People are walking around with canapes. No one's really eating enough or so yeah. little that it really doesn't matter. But you eat enough to encourage you to be more hungry and the trays never <laughs> seem to get close to you ever yeah. again. So it just appetizes. Just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you're ready for the meal, but it never happens. Yeah. Um, so I like to call it, you know, like uh, food fluffing where they're fluffing you with the little bits of food, but never sort of like deliver on the big thing. Um, anyway, so food, you've been food fluffed. Okay. And uh, you look over, you're with quite a high-flying senior academic member that you're trying to impress. All right. right? In your, in, and he, this person, he or she, uh -huh. this person is the gateway to the, the next thing that you want mm -hmm. in, in your career. Yep. They're the gatekeeper. You're all stood around this stand-up-y table and the canapes have got green bits in it. And you notice this high-flying academic has got loads, of, not even just like a little bit of green stuff, right? And everyone, like there's about five or six of you stood around yeah. and everyone's looking at it. Like you can yeah. see that people are just staring at their mouth. Like... So green beads all in their teeth. Oh, everywhere. And yep. a bit in their beard. Okay. Their thick, it's, lush lush beard. Still he or she? It's still he or she. 
and oh, it's they're not coming off great. Okay. Do you stop them mid conversation mm. and help in some way, or do you? Yeah. What do you do? Now this is. Uh you know I'm not a very confident person with people I don't know very well. Yeah. There is no way. There is no way <laughs> I'm saying anything. Yeah. I'm staring. Yeah. But I'm not like giving them little You're signs. You're not like wiping your no. mouth or no. being like, no. I, I'm using my inner English person from yeah. uh, many uh, generations before yeah. and just ignoring the facts. I'm just, okay. I'm just ignoring it. That, All right. that is 100% what I would do. Yeah. But what what should I do? <laughs> I don't know. Is the right thing to do in that situation to just say, "Hey, you've just got a little bit in your teeth." Yeah. Is that the right thing to do? I'm not sure. I don't think that is the right thing to do. I think everyone's better off finding out at home. Yeah, I think I think they are better <laughs> off that way. <laughs> so we're all just like, yeah, fine. Like it, it's going to happen to you at some point, mm. and it's best that. Everyone's going to go through it. Yep. We're all in this boat. You know people yep. are going to be looking at it. Yep. Find out when you get home and then go yep. like, oh, that's why people are really staring at my mouth. No, but you're also thinking maybe it's only just happened on the walk On the home. train home. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I ate something really <laughs> spinachy and green. Just Maybe I was smiling on the way home and it flew into my mouth. Or it just you know went from the lip to the tooth. Recently, yeah, yeah, and it was it's almost skin colored, so it wasn't it wasn't a big issue on the lip. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you wimp. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that's not the right thing to do? No, I there's I will say something. Yeah, not maybe in my scenario, it's very tricky where they're talking to like six other people. You yeah. can't interrupt and go a one on one. A one on one. Yeah. No, I still wouldn't do it. No? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> one-on-one, I would, 100%. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you've got something in your teeth. Yes. A lot of people go, oh, do I? And then make some weird attempt at getting it. And yeah. they go, oh, I'll get it later. And then they'll make their excuses, right? Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I, with partners, with Kate, we will take ages to describe him what no go one over down use your nail it's at the top near the gum you've just pushed it further in <laughs> like by the way you've got nothing in your teeth <laughs> see I'm, I'm wiping my teeth now. you are you are because you can you can picture it mm. and so you're describing it very well yeah and you're like no no, no. yeah all of that you're like you go into a lot of detail but with someone like i don't know oh just let you know you've got something in your teeth and like oh thanks and they'll normally just make excuses so yeah yeah i'm never going to leave someone hanging it just makes me feel sick thinking about telling someone I've got stuff in their teeth. Yeah, but in a group situation, I think I yeah, there's there's no there's no reason to draw attention to it, even though it's obvious. Mm. It's a good power play. Like if someone's bragging a lot, yeah, you're like, <laughs> you just say, "Disgusting!" Hey, you realise you've got something in your teeth. You're making us all feel <laughs> sick because we can see your food. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, I wonder, like in uh, in cultures where they're very hierarchical, yeah, uh, like a I don't know, a Japanese culture, yeah. I wonder if a, a PhD student would tell a professor they've got something in their teeth or not. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't think they would. No, although this is they'd the probably same. all put something in their teeth to make sure that they had more <laughs> than the boss, <laughs> more than the boss. Is this the I am Spartan kind of moment of academic stuff in teeth? Yes. <laughs> so you're telling me if I'm in Japan and I see everyone's got stuff in their teeth, yep. I have stuff in my teeth. 
<laughs> well, if you're higher up on them in the chain. Of course I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. Guys, it's a bit anxiety inducing, isn't it, that question? Oh, yeah. Um, that's it. All right. Good. I think that's long enough. That's long enough. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Filled airtime. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app, wherever that is, like our Facebook page, and leave us a review on wherever you get that, because that helps us a lot. Seven five-star reviews on iTunes. Boom. Brilliant. Sponsor for the week? You were just listening to Published Perical Podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, The Envies. Yes. Andy will probably MC the Envies next year and they will be sponsoring our podcast. Sponsor away, Envies. All right. Bye. Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Merry end of year break. Let's have a little, let's have a lovely little round of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. <laughs> One, no, no. Two, I three. think we're a non secular podcast. We wish you a merry. <laughs> we wish you a merry holidays. We wish you a merry holidays, holidays. and a happy new holidays. You can say new year. Well, That's but not it's a... not the same for everyone, is it? Oh. No. <laughs>